At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. He never gives up, he'll stay till the fight's won. G.I. Everybody and welcome back to your favorite G.I. Joe podcast show. This is Knowing is Half the Podcast, and I am Ray Stacanus. I'm Robert Clark Chan. Why are you eating in the middle of my introduction? Because what are you doing? I have a kid, and I can I only get to eat when I have a spare moment. We have been gathering people in this room for a half hour, Robert Clark Chan, and you pick the moment I start the show to start snarfing the burrito. Um, that is upsetting well we are being we are presenting here a live with patrons episode of knowing is half the podcast so starting right away i gotta plug the patreon patreon.com slash knowing is half the podcast you can go on there and join and then you can be a part of future live shows with us you can suggest future episodes we got a lot of fun stuff going on this is an episode of find your fate operation Dragonfire. that is book two book two There it is. In the series, there are 20 total G.I. Joe Find Your Fate books, and I own about two-thirds of them (laughs) because the ones that are left cost a lot of money. So I might be dipping into that Patreon money in order to buy $70 G.I. Joe Find Your Fate books. I can't think of a better use of... Of oh god, what's my life come to? So anyway, the point is we're doing it's opera called Operation Dragonfire. Are you sure William we haven't Snow. done this one? Yes, I look, Chan. Look, you you screw that up one time, and nobody ever <laughs> lets you off the hook again. We have not done this one. William Snow wrote this, and I do not know who that is. Uh, if I can read the back, really uh, I believe quick he was here. with WikiLeaks. Um, there are a bunch of docs. That, now he's in Russia. Yeah, I think he's hiding from the law right now. That's right. Um, or did he get arrested? Did he already get arrested? Did he let himself go? Anyway, GI Joe team must thwart Cobra's deadly plans in Operation Dragonfire. Now, this has nothing to do with the Deke era, early 90s, five-part miniseries titled Operation Dragonfire. I do want to make sure I point that out right Okay, that makes sense. That's probably what I'm thinking of. Yes, Uh, and and it was suggested by somebody uh, if I was going to bring up the Ape Warriors... And I did just now. So now we're good. We're covered. And that's been sold. Uh, To read the back of this novel, you are watching a satellite display of the Western USA and the G.I. Joe team's command center when before your eyes, a huge area of South Dakota explodes. Whoa. Quickly, your commanding officer, Hawk, assembles a team which includes Lady J, Rock and Roll, Roadblock, and you, codenamed Spider, an electronics expert. Okay. Spider? Because of the web? Is that what we're... I think it's too early for that. Hmm. What year is this? 85. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Hawk informs you that Cobra is responsible for the blast. Now, your team must uncover the rest of Cobra's deadly plan and neutralize it. Rushing to South Dakota, you are suddenly trapped underground by another blast. Tanks and machine guns are everywhere. A Cobra weapon supplier, Destro, 
It's a little more than a Cobra weapon supplier. Is this the back page? This is the back page. What? Uh, seems to be your ally, but how can you be sure? You're caught, Spider, in a shattering web of intrigue, intrigue and deceit. There you go. You have to make split-second decisions that are a matter of life and death for you and the entire free world as you find your fate. Mm-mm. No, find I'm your not. Fate. I'm not. This is already off the rails. Half of South Dakota explodes and they send like four people in. I'll say it. I'll say the unpopular statement. Who would notice if we (laughs) if suddenly South Dakota half of it disappeared and it just became one Dakota with North Dakota? Would anybody even care? Anybody, even the bikers who go to Sturgis would be like, ah, it's fine. No, there would be all sorts of complaints about having to buy new flags because there's only 49 stars now. Oh, hey, just... I got a good idea. Why don't we add a new state? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We got a couple suggestions out there. Anyway, we have a bunch Wait of minute. patrons is this, in the room with us Is this podcast turning into a uh, Washington, uh, make Washington a state thing? Yes. Is this going to get Let super me... political? Oh, you didn't know, Chen. This is knowing is half the D.C. statehood. Oh, I see. Okay. Okay. No, I just want to, I just want to know where I'm at. (laughs) You're here. You're here. So uh, we have uh, nine people in the room right now, much more than last time. These became popular overnight. Who knew? So I'm going to introduce you one by one as you appear in my list and then feel free to say hi or not to the people at home. You all will be a vital part of the show today as you all need to work together to make decisions to not Mm. die. Okay. So first off we have Justin Campbell, Justin, say hello. I'm unmuted. Hello, now I'm unmuted. (laughs) There he is. Yeah, have a puff water bottle and I'm ready to go. We're doing it. Okay, we got Psycho Andy here in station. My psycho power knows no limits. Sold. Uh, Channing Sherman's back again. Yo, Joe. Works for me. Uh, Guaba Herstadel, brand new subscriber to the Patreon. Hello, everyone. (laughs) Good to see you. Jerry Armstrong, you're here and ready to go. Howdy, howdy. We got uh, Doug Johnson here in in his basement, I think. Is that the garage basement? Hello, everybody. Hey, uh, Brian Rapp is back with us once again. Hello from about 250 feet north of D.C. Uh, no taxation without representation. Thank yeah. you. It's welcome back to knowing <laughs> it's half the D.C. statehood. Uh, Delvin Cox of the Delvin Cox Experience is live with us right now. Hello, everybody. How y'all doing? Another beautiful day. And then Gray Code, you haven't said anything that I've seen so far. Are you with us and wanting to say hello? I'm sufficiently fatalistic about finding our fate. Works for me. It's a good, now, good. Yeah. This is Operation Dragonfire. Now, our code name is Spider, and we are an electronics expert. Chan, uh, break that down for me. Where does the name Spider come from? Uh, clearly, uh, a spider is, um, you know how, like, when like a spider is like making a th- a thing to a catch thing. other things. It's like a, like, okay, now you're looking at like a chip, which is not like a potato chip, but like a, like a computer thing that you put in your thing. And, um, there's you a, like chips card, and a cold, cold drink, which, which and a, did, no, now I'm now you've, now you've completely thrown me off. Cause I was thinking about <laughs> how much I could not, comprehend that you did not understand what cold cold drink meant in that context no cold cold drink because you get a soda and you eat mm-hmm. some potato chips mm-hmm. and those are two good things for while when you're watching football mm-hmm. hey that's coming back pretty soon why am you i know who's got a football team 
the Washington football team, DC statehood, get it on the ballot. Is anyway. that a ballot thing? I mean, I don't know. Depends who you talk Not to. Anymore. Do you wait? Do we? Do you have to? Do, how do you become a state? I did not pay attention to social studies, so I don't know if that's a thing that like a president can say, like, hey, you're a state now, or like everybody in America has to vote on it. Hey, who who just joined us just now? Uh, it's Corey. Hey, Corey, thank you for being a part of the show. Uh, you uh, uh, just joined us right now. So uh, uh, what the way we're going to be doing this today is for all of you folks, and listen at home in case you ever join for a future one, go ahead and put yourself on mute. And then uh, as you have things you want to say, uh, either wave your hand, put up, raise your hand in the chat room or what have you, and then we'll call on you. We'll bring you in there uh, just to make sure we don't get any feedback or extra noise or all that stuff. So Corey, if you go ahead and mute yourself right there, we will be good to start. I love it. Okay. So here's the first part. Page one, get ready for the section of these where Ray reads a whole bunch of stuff. Oh, sorry. God. I'm sorry in advance. Wait a minute. Are you reading the, the inside flap or are you yes. starting with the actual page one? No, nah, we don't need to read it. Let's just. We already did one. the back cover for God's sake. I like to leave no stone unturned. These people need to know what these books are all about. Robert Clark Chan. We don't, we don't get paid by the hour here. We just got to get in and get out. Just, come on. Mime is money. As <laughs> Mime is said. money. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let's start then. Page one. <clears throat> and it's only like four straight pages of text, so this should be easy compared to the previous one. You are in the monitoring room of the pit, the underground command center of the G.I. Joe team. On the computer screen in front of you is a satellite display of the United States. Suddenly, the warning panel lights up. The geokinetic sensor is flashing. Red alert. Quickly, you hit a few keys and zero in on the hotspot. According to the central computer, a large part of South Dakota has just been blown up. Immediately, you alert Hawk, your command officer and leader of the team. You give him a quick rundown of the situation. Collect all available data, he orders, and meet me in the briefing room in five minutes. Back at your station, you start punching away at the computer keyboard. It's plain to everyone in the monitoring room that this was not a simulation or a test. It was the real thing. Behind you, the high-speed printer spits out readings from the blast site as the machine <laughs> clatters away. Yeah. High-speed high printer, printer in 1985. It. What is that, I'm... like five pages a minute? Uh, 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 Channing Sermon, you've got something you want to add here. Anybody else feel like it's one of those old-school dot matrix printers? 100%. Yeah. The, the, the reason why this already feels unrealistic is it didn't start with you are pulling off the edges of the uh, dot matrix paper and folding yeah. them up to make little uh, uh, accordion snakes. Those are the most fun <laughs> ever. I forgot how much I missed those. Right. Uh, Justin, you have something you want to add here? No, uh, Sherman took what I was going to say. It, it's probably an old dot matrix printer. I love it, man. Mm. Well, we have a high, it's spitting out readings. And I'm just thinking, he gave you only five minutes. I would just think, given the technology, that's going to be, it's going to be hard to, like, what are you going to bring him? It just doesn't seem like a lot of time to me. Uh, anyway, you prepare yourself for action. The training for the Joe team was intense. So even though somebody has turned up the flame in the Dakotas, you know that you can stand the heat. You're ready for anything. When the printout is finished, <clears throat> you fold it under your arm and hop the elevator down to level four. Turn to page two. When you reach the briefing room, you find a GI Joe team member. 
Oh, here we go. Uh, Gray Code wants to know odds on Hawk actually talking to the president or anyone else in the government before going in. Absolutely <laughs> not. There is no <laughs> chance anybody else is involved here. No, the no, president can't be involved in little shit like South Dakota exploding. Come yeah. on. He's got important, more important things to do in 1985. 1985. There's drugs to say no to for crying out loud. Thank you, Jerry. You got something you want to add here? We just call it the Dakota now. We, yeah, not, we don't go north and south. It's just Dakota. One just Dakota. Dakota. That's all we need, to be fair. That's what I've been saying all this time. You know why we only need one Dakota? Because we need room for D.C. statehood. Number 50. Bring it back. It's here. I'm going to be doing this all day, so I hope you're with this gag. I know that you will. Oh, what? Me batter a gag <laughs> into the ground? This is outrageous. How dare you? Okay. Uh, you, when you read some briefing room, you find a G.I. Joe team already assembled. Hawk introduces each member and details his or her military specialty. Why would his he right do that? Duke. Why would he do that? Do you not for know the everybody? There's only a dozen G.I. Joes, for Christ's sake. Wait, do you think Duke knows Lady J and rock and roll? These is, this is new. These are new, Chan. They don't know each other. What are we talking about? Uh, to his right is Duke, an airborne infantryman and acting first sergeant. Next is Lady J, covert operations expert with a specialty in intelligence. Rock and roll is a rock steady infantryman. Bazooka, my man, is a millet missile specialist. And barbecue is a firefighter. <laughs> and a firefighter. You know, just in case we need to put out that Dakota-sized fire, we got one guy who's really good at it. Leaning against the back wall are Thunder, an artillery specialist, and Roadblock, the heavy machine gunner. No, hold on. Oh. Andy needs to chime in here. Yes, yes. Well, if you have barbecue, then he can call the Viper to clean up all the broken glass. Thank you. He knows he's coming. Or does he just wipe the windows? Does he clean the glass, though? I don't remember. Uh, he vipes the windows, probably whether they're on the building or not. That's fair. You know what? You got to make sure the Dakotas are clean. Here's their chance. <clears throat> Uh, you are spider and an electronics expert and a skilled martial artist who is trained with snake eyes, the hand-to-hand -hand combat instructor of the Joe team. So there's our tie into the snake eyes movie. Everybody now in theaters, go what see if, it. I are did. We, are we getting paid for that? What, what are you doing here? I don't know. I figure if Hasbro wants to cut me a check, you know, <clears throat> they can cut me a check. This says Hawk abruptly is the situation. He activated, it sounded like a game show opening right there. Like all of a sudden the lights were going to swirl and it'd be Regis Philbin in the background. You know, this is Jopardy. <laughs> now what a mess good. that is. Am good. I right? You guys, come on. Jopardy. Jopardy. Honestly. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. The, 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 the peanut gallery improves. <laughs> he activates a satellite film on a wall size monitor. The black Hills of South Dakota come into view. You all watch as the Hills are ripped apart and a deep gash is opened in the earth. Wow. As you can see, Hawk continues, our country has absorbed an attack by some explosive power, but the source is unknown. We already have advanced intelligence reports, but they offer no explanation for the maximum duty access surface at the center of the black site. The blast what? Site. The blast site. The maximum duty interface? Maximum duty access. Maximum duty. <laughs> duty. Access surface at the center of the blast site. <laughs> No, yeah, I'm seeing a lot of head shaking. No, that's I don't know. I, I whatever the GI Joe equivalent of techno babble is, I guess that's what that is. That's like that's, that's what it means. That sounds military, right? That's a we got a bunch of well, I will say I scarfed a whole lot of Taco Bell right before we started recording this, so I'm preparing myself for some maximum duty later. Are you why? 
I don't give a crap, man. That was hilarious. Okay. You turn to the guy next to you and ask, what is he talking about? Bad first impression, Spider. That means there's a road leading into the blast site, Rock and Roll Whispers, and no one knows how it got there. This is the work of the international terrorist. Hold on, Cobra. wait a minute. Hawk continues. They, what, yes. So they just explained what that was? Maximum yes, duty area fucking... And it's a Maximum road. Maximum duty access surface. And that's a road. It's a road. It's a road that nobody made. It just showed up. Duke can go fuck himself. Call the road or get the fuck out. Duke's that guy in poetry class when I was like 15 years old who threw a bunch of words into his poem that he didn't even understand. Just so he'd <laughs> sound smarter. Jerry, you got something you want to add here? I'm just saying, Jerry has got maximum duty. I mean, thank you. <laughs> what else is there? <laughs> Give me maximum duty. That's all I yes. need. I uh, got two the- speeds. <laughs> duty and maximum duty. Or to be diligent duty and maximum duty. <laughs> Welcome back to Knowing Is Half the Poop Cast. I am Race Decanus talking about DC statehood. Oh, this show never had rails. This is the work of the international group Cobra. Hawk continues our mission is complete. We investigate the area around the blast site. We uncover the Cobra plot. Then we take the necessary steps to foil the plot. Thank you Wait for minute, laying it out for me, Hawk. Did they just assume that it was Cobra? Yes. Why wouldn't it be? It's G.I. Joe. Why would who else is out there blowing up Dakotas? Uh, it's a leap. It's a leap. I'm sorry. Like Cobra's <laughs> into some weird shit, but blowing up South Dakota does not feel like a, a Cobra plot. Yeah, Channing's got a, Channing's got an answer for you here. Um, I wouldn't put it past GI Joe to do some profiling every now and then. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Let's get real for a second. Yeah. That's where it's at. There. Psycho Andy, go ahead. I mean, Cobra has to get all those coil motorcycles from somewhere, right? Sturgis is in South Dakota. There we go. But then it you don't want to blow up South Dakota. Under the Dakotas was a secret vault of <laughs> motorcycles. And so. <laughs> okay, no, this is making more sense. This is all I've... holding up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It feels I'm like bored. Cobra now. Psycho left them there. Yes. <laughs> uh, the room is silent. Uh, yes, there are any questions. The room is silent. All right, check your gear. We lift off at 600 hours. As the team members start to file out of the room, Hawk calls out, Spider has the last technical printouts. I want everyone to pick up a copy and study the data. <clears throat> Roadblock, okay. Roadblock groans. Hey, Thunder, pick up a copy for me, all right? I've got to go clean my weapon, and that's out of sight. I had to add the, and that's out of sight part, because our author doesn't know Roadblock only talks in rhymes. <laughs> now I feel like I've got to do writing for him. That's very upsetting, William Snow. <laughs> Um, reading technical reports is not very popular with some of the team. No <laughs> kidding. Okay. Ready for our first decision here. Oh, there was a page. I got to show a picture. So there's the page, uh, showing blacked out South Dakota. <laughs> it's just gone. Just... It's just gone. <laughs> Are we sure this isn't like, uh, uh, Stephen King's the stand? It feels a little bit more it's, apocalyptic. It's the stand, but only for South Dakota. <laughs> Just for South Dakota. <laughs> Probably better that way. Justin, what you got? You know, as someone who chooses to live in Minnesota, I really don't care if South Dakota disappears off the map. Thank you. Nobody it, does. It Nobody might be does. better for my state. <laughs> yeah, I'll be honest. If I lived in South Dakota, I would still see it as an acceptable sacrifice. <laughs> I'll put it out there. Delvin Cox, what you got? 
Unmute yourself there, Delvin. There you go. I, I got to say, it should have been Florida. <laughs> and, I live Florida. In Florida, and I live in Florida. So I, I would have been on. I would have been into that. If it said that Florida has just been destroyed. I've been like, this is the best find your Facebook ever more. <laughs> there it is. Uh, Jerry, what you got for us? We don't need directional states. No South Dakota, no West Virginia. Thank mm-hmm. you. Let's just wipe them all out and just, you know, what about state. North and South uh, Carolina? Now we generally None. like the Carolinas one here. Carolina. So we're down to so like we have one Carolina, states. one Dakota, one Virginia, which leaves room for DC to be three states at once. DC, DC Puerto Rico, um, six senators Guam? from DC. Guam's of Guam, Guam's uh, of Puerto Rico. Yeah. The U.S. Virgin right. Islands. Psycho Andy, uh, uh, how do you feel about DC state? <laughs> I mean, if we're gonna if we're gonna cut out and just have one Dakota, one Carolina, and one Virginia, how are we gonna have two Washingtons? Oh, interesting. Mm. Well, uh, Washington D.C. is technically a district, not a state. The District of Columbia, but they're both named Washington. Do we just lump D.C. in with the Washington State? Brian, fill me in here. Washington is the city. The District of Columbia—that's the state. Okay, here's the deal. I'm learning. There's a lot I didn't know on this topic. That's why we have a podcast. Kwama, fill me in here. Okay, so you remember Static Shock? Virgil said he was from Dakota. He didn't say it was North Dakota or South Dakota. So it would be canon with the Static Shock universe. Because he lives in the future where there's just one Dakota. Doug, you had something you want to throw in here? No, he's done. Okay, Psycho Andy, last chance? Uh, I was just going to... Props to, to Guama for that. Although I think Gray Code has his hand up too. Gray Code, let me see it. <laughs> Gray Code, what you got for me? Well, with Static Shock's uh, Dakota, it's like one of those DC Comics imaginary cities like Metropolis of Gotham. So it's fair. But I guess we've got to put it somewhere in the United States and somewhere that's way, way the heck away from every place so that <laughs> we could pretend that this wouldn't be a huge thing that four people can deal with. I mean, that's fair. That works for me. Now I agree. Dakota is probably just a made up thing like Gotham city or metropolis or Ohio. It's just probably one of those things that exists only in fiction and not anywhere in the real world. Real world. Fair enough. Okay. So here we go at 0600 sharp. The G.I. Joe team lifts off. A few hours later, the C-130 transport plane touches down at an abandoned airstrip in the hills of South Dakota. You climb into the lead uh, Jeep with Hawk, Barbecue, and Lady J and rumble down a barren dirt road to the edge of the blast site. The other Jeeps follow. You're not going to sell a lot of postcards of this place, says Hawk. Good observation, sir. You look out over a four square mile of jagged rock. In the center, a deep split is slashed through the Earth's crust, just visible as a smooth gravel road. It looks like an earthquake, says Lady J, but the rock structure is all wrong. It couldn't have happened naturally. Cobra isn't natural, says Hawk. He scans the terrain with his binoculars. I see a route down the western edge where we can gain access to the road, but I want to lead patrol to check things out for the main column. Any volunteers? Roadblock, barbecue, and Lady J step forward now. Do we want a volunteer to join the lead patrol to check out the road or decide to stay with the main column and stay where we're going? Folks, who has an opinion on this? Main column right here. Main column, says Jerry. Anybody else have a feeling here? 
It's a lot of people deep in thought. So near as I can tell here, yeah, we joined the lead patrol, which means we're setting ourselves up for the obvious ambush that's coming. Uh, but it is against this road that is unnatural and just existed as of yesterday. And that might be interesting to find out more about. But if you stay with the main column, you're better protected, but you might not have as good a chance to get that first step recon. Tough call, tough call. So I'm just going to go ahead, Channing, what you got for me? Um, I'm going to say, here's the thing. I used to have a, well, I shouldn't say used to. I have a cartoon character crush on Lady J. Well, who doesn't? And in addition to being cute, I also respected her abilities. So I want to be on whatever team she's on because I know she's going to handle business. So that's the lead patrol. Yeah. So I'm going lead patrol because I know Lady J's got my back. And hey, Flint's not around. So, you know, maybe I got a shot. We, we, we take a look at it. Okay. So here's the deal because we have so many people here. Go ahead and I'm going to call uh, raise your hand. Uh, or in the chat box or whatever, if you would like to join the lead patrol with Lady J, raise your hand right now. Let's see him. Okay, Jerry, everybody, everybody but Doug. I'm sorry, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> Doug, uh, this, is a, this is a democracy, and you've been left out in the cold. <laughs> We're going to join the lead patrol and go to page five. Oh, boy. Everybody just here to look at Lady J's butt. I mean, look. Did you know they're making a Lady J TV show? I just found this out like yesterday. I don't yeah. know anything until it happens. That's basically what I'm learning. <laughs> there is a Amazon, I believe Amazon TV is making a uh, Amazon Prime Lady J TV show for next year. So With a Mockingbird from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Ooh, everybody wins. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, look, if you don't get Sergeant Slaughter in there, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know why he hasn't made an appearance yet uh, in any of these G.I. Joe live action properties. What are we doing? Anyway. Uh, you decide to join the lead patrol. You jump out of the Jeep after Lady J, the covert operations expert, roadblock, the machine gunner, and barbecue, the firefighter. Carefully, the four of you pick your way through the rocks to where the earth splits open. There, under an overhanging rock ledge, is the beginning of the prepared gravel road. Crouching at the entrance, Lady J looks around. I don't get it, she says. This area was blasted sky high, but this road is still in good shape, mystery. I don't care about its condition, says Roadblock. Why is it here in the first place? I tell you, it looks like a setup and smells like a trap. And I could tell you this if you're Psycho Andy, and I could tell you this if you're Brian Rapp. See, I've got to make sure the rhymes keep coming. Jesus Christ. Because William Snow wouldn't do it for us. That's why Hawk sent us ahead, you say. But we're not going to learn anything out here. <laughs> uh, right, Roadblock nods. You take the lead. You're the best one here with the ground scope. Lady and Jay and Barbecue will back you up, and I'll be watching our tails, because I, Roadblock, will never fails. Hmm? All right, let's go. You creep down the rock ledge. If I see something hairy, you tell the others, I'm going to radio you on comm channel 47K. <clears throat> then you head for the dark cavern. Turn to page 20. Choice page. Ooh, three choice page. Okay, I hope we're all ready. Mm. You crawl 40 feet down into the cavern, and lower yourself off a rock ledge and onto the road. You switch on your infrared goggles for a better view. With them, you can see that this cavern opens up into a huge underground world. To the right, the terrain rises in a series of cliffs. To the left, it falls away from the road. Oh, it's like driving in California. You unstrap the ground scope from your battle pack. When properly used, its reading will help you to detect troop movements and mechanized activity. As you switch it on, the ground begins to shake. 
A terrifying roar fills the cavern. Rocks and debris fly through the air. The dust is so thick that your infrared goggles are useless, but the ground scope picks up no signs of life. You switch your radio to comm channel 47K and try to raise Roadblock or Barbecue or Lady J, but you get nothing but static. Next, next you try Hawk in the main column, silence. Should you search for the rest of the lead patrol or try to rejoin the main column or continue deeper into Cobra territory alone? And we have a picture. Ooh. It's you on a cliff. You on a cliff. <laughs> so... We could, we could try to regroup with either of the two teams, the main column team or the uh, point team, or go into Cobra Base alone. Who has a thought as to what we should do? Let's go in alone. Go in alone, Jerry says, Psycho Andy. I was also going to say, let's go in alone. Well, you guys are brave. That's I don't think the, I would do that. No, that's, that's the you're done choice. Good, then we'll be done. We've been recording for an hour and had two choices. Good call. Uh, I like that. I'm on board you. with this. How dare Let's you. do this. <laughs> how dare you? Here's the deal. Uh, anybody else have any opinions here? We're not going to get our own action figure if we don't go in alone. Thank you. <laughs> Fair. So, exactly. Um, we so, all okay. need our own figure. So here's the deal. If you guys would like to go in alone, raise your hand right now so we can go do that the end uh, page and then come back to this one and make our real choice. <laughs> Is that fair? Looks like no. we got one, two, three, four, five, six. That's enough for me. We're going it alone. It's a the end page. Let's read it. <laughs> Very carefully, you move deeper into the underground cobra nest. With each step, your boots crunch on the gravel road. You would feel a lot better if you had some backup. But if you're on your own, well, it's just the way it is. You'll do what you can to complete the mission. Every second, you're watching the hills, watching the road, watching the ravine, looking for anything that might give away a hostile position. You've had years of training in the martial arts and you're a smart nighttime fighter, but you're no match for the band of Cobra troopers that jump you as you edge around a rocky outcropping. Give me a break, you say to the troopers. <coughs> they grin evilly. Oh my God. As they draw your weapons, you know that this first mission is your last. The end. Are, seriously, are your last words, Nell Carter's give me a break? Give me a break. Give me a break. Maybe you're just wanting a piece of that Kit Kat bar. I mean, I didn't think about that, Robert Clark Chan. Or you I, had a crappy name like Spider. Yeah, if my G.I. Joe name was Spider, I'd probably be looking to Suicide by Cobra, too. Probably. I'd put on my finest G.I. Joe suit. <laughs> so let's go back to the page and do the other two. Let's. Uh, are we going to try to go back to Roadblock, Lady J, and Barbecue, or rejoin the main column? What do we think, everybody? <laughs> let's rejoin the main column main column justin what do you think uh main group with barbecue because i want to hear you try to do a boston accent <laughs> you do not want to hear that i know better i'll i'll do it psycho andy i'm from boston so i can judge you accordingly um, wow okay okay so that sounds interesting guama what you have um, barbecue, because I want to hear the fire jokes and the barbecue jokes, please. And plus, it would give me more chances to rhyme as Roadblock. I think that's the real bit we're all here for today, is, is my great rhyming schemes. Ray spitting bars here. <laughs> really, um, I'm one step from competing in an eight-mile-style rap battle. Um, just really one step away. That step is to be invited to an eight-mile-style rap battle, I believe. 
Uh, okay, so who wants to go rejoin Lady J Barbecue and Roadblock? Raise your hand right now. We have one, two, three, four, five. That's seven. That's like everybody. That's both people who are with no picture. Everybody agrees. Let's go regroup and find them. Make sure it's not. A okay. <sighs> you begin the search for Roadblock Barbecue and Lady J. Thank you. The readings from the ground scope are being fouled up by all the dust that's hanging in the air. So you can't use it to help locate the lead patrol. Luckily, the scope does show the direction you were walking before the blast. If you retrace your steps, maybe you'll find the lead patrol. You give it a try. Suddenly, you hear something in front of you. Was it a rock falling from a cliff? Could it be the rubble shifting and settling? Ten feet away, two large forms appear out of the dust. It's Roadblock and Barbecue. Whoa. If you were Cobra, you'd be dead meat, Barbecue says. If you were Cobra, you'd be in more pieces than a jigsaw puzzle. You reply with a grin and lie because we just learned what happens if they had been Cobra. You'd shout, give me a break and shit your pants. Like, what are we talking about right now? You're a martial artist for God's sakes. What is this? More pieces than a jigsaw puzzle? You'd be in more pieces than a jigsaw puzzle. Oh. Is, that a, is that a Southern expression? I don't know. Anybody? anybody Delvin, you've, you've lived in the South. Yeah, what's up? No, it's not a Southern expression. It's that is one southern. of these dumbest things I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Clearly, it's a Boston expression. You should have done it in a Boston it accent. Is, it is not a Boston expression. Uh, I feel like it is. I was going to say, I'm from Texas, and we've never said that. Never mm. said. Nobody is. A, so oh, maybe it's a Dr. Phil thing. Maybe, you know, <laughs> hey, you're slippier than a pig in a haystack. <laughs> you know, it's just, just Dr. Phil. It doesn't make a lot of sense. It's my I, I I really fell off the Dr. Phil train when he started adding to everything. It's <laughs> it, it just takes away from uh, his gravitas. He really he really lost a lot of esteem in my view uh, when he started doing that bit. I don't know what his problem is. That's absolutely great. Cash me outside. You know, maybe maybe the lady who said cash me outside. How about that? She's the one who came up with. I don't know. Uh, so here we go. <laughs> Uh, jigsaw puzzle where's lady J? she says back here her voice comes through the dust i was following roadblock and barbecue to make sure they didn't get lost i never get lost roadblock says but i wish i just knew where the enemy is <laughs> what else rhymes with is <laughs> is oh oh yeah okay uh, i wish i knew where the enemy is i'd pop their head and make it fizz Eh? good enough good enough Come on, says Lady J. A little thing like that never stopped us. She strides ahead into the gloom. Page 29. Choice page. Without any real idea of where you're going, the four of you feel your way deeper into the cavern. Every few minutes you check the scanning equipment, but it doesn't see any better than you can. Hey, spider, roadblock whispers, when was the last time you ate? I want to know. That'd be great. Why do you want to know, you ask? Well, are you planning to cook a gourmet meal for us? It's a weird thing to say. I was just wondering if I heard what was your stomach rumbling. He turns to the others. What about your stomachs? Oh, Jesus. Um, I don't know the sound. I must be flummoxed. Ah, yeah, that's a good one. Jerry, what you got? Well, because I'm thinking about Gina. So when she, when you're talking about going deep in the cavern. Oh, boy. So... That's a Gina-ism. Yeah. It's yep. a shame that Gina isn't here for this episode. TV's Gina Ippolito could not be with us today. Um, she's literally finding anything else to do, but that's fine. That's fine. We respect that. <laughs> we let Gina. We're just happy she hasn't quit the show yet. G.I. Joe will return after these messages. At Parker, our purpose is simple. 
We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hey, it's Brent Pope, the host of Breakfast with Brent Pope. You've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like, give it up, Jimmy, you got to sink this putt to win. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world and we do it all over breakfast. Or should I say breakfast? Every week on Breakfast, you get inside Hollywood info and tips, great breakfast wrecks and booty debates. Most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in. It's breakfast time. Listen at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Nobody beats the Astro. But now Cobra's got the Sea Ray. Incredible Sea Ray splits to become a mini sub and an armored glider. Cobra! And for attacking on snow and ice, there's the Cobra Wolf. It's the Techno Viper. Cobra Wolf is vicious on ice and snow and hot on the trail of G.I. Joe. And nobody beats G.I. Joe, the real American hero. Cobra Sea Ray and Cobra Wolf each sold separately. Now back to G.I. Joe. (laughs) They're quiet, Roadblock, they reply. Well then, that rumbling can only be one thing. It's an armored column closing in, and it rings. And I can guarantee that it's Cobra. Uh, now that he's mentioned it, you can just barely hear the distant sound of half-track troop carriers. What rhymes with Cobra? Mm, I would like some tea, and I hope that it is Boba. Let's go, brah. Bobra. Let's go, right. brah. Yeah. I mean, Roadblock doesn't have a Valley Girl accent, but you know what? For the purposes of this bit, I will go with it. They are still a few minutes away, calculates Lady J. Just enough time to get ready. If we climb a little ways up the cliffs, we'll have a direct shot at them when they come into view. Roadblock considers the plan and says, or we could wait for them in the ravine and when they pass by, jump them. What do you think, Spider? Should we do what I say or will you be the divider? Mm. So are we going to take them from the cliffs or do you want to jump them from the ravine? Jump them from the ravine. Yeah, come from below. Like like the creature from the Black Lagoon. I'm feeling that. Now, jumping from the cliffs has got its own thing going for it. Psycho Andy. I'm thinking jump off the cliffs, mostly because I want to die again. I mean, <laughs> yeah. here's the deal. That's an excellent. Maybe I should look ahead. I, I got burned by the cliffs last time, so I, I definitely feel like cliff is death here. You f- okay, so we feel like cliffs might be death. I'm not just, I'm not looking ahead. You're looking ahead. Um... <laughs> So, okay, so we, we jump from the cliffs. Uh, uh, in previous installments, these type of jeffs, uh, jumps have always resulted in death, much like allowing anyone to go into a Cobra base by themselves always results in death, ladies and gentlemen. We've learned this. <laughs> Additionally, coming from the ravine, uh, there's something very, like, predator about this. There's something very, you know, creature from the Black Lagoon, like I said. It didn't say anything about covering yourself in mud. No, no, you're waiting. covering yourself in mud. Okay. Uh, if you're doing it this way, I goddamn well be covering yourself in mud. Why even bother otherwise? Jerry, what are you thinking? Why is there no one like Rambo? We just go in there, we strap it on, M60, and we kill everyone. That's what the, that's what the uh, go on alone. Uh, yeah, that's, that's going to get us killed. Was. That's what we learned. We're, we Standing in the middle of the road is, is just not the plan. We got to be sneaky here. 
God. So, okay, everybody who wants to jump off the cliffs, raise your hand right now. We have one, two, three, four, five, okay, six with gray code. Who wants to take them from the ravine? Come from below. One, two, three, Doug's with us. Yeah. Three. Looks Nobody like wants to do the laundry the after that mud thing. I'll keep this page uh, in my finger just to be, uh... hey, look at the end page. <laughs> Yeah, here, Lady J, roadblock and barbecue to a position. Uh, you lead them to a position about 20 feet above the road. You drop down into a deep crevasse. The others follow you. Safety pro safely protected, the four of you wait. The rumble of the Cobra column is getting closer. A few seconds later, the first tank comes into view. It passes right below your position. Then a second one appears. Get ready, whispers barbecue. A third tank passes by. Get ready for what? Asks roadblock. These tanks have us outnumbered, outguns, and outclassed. If we jump now, that's our ass. Come on, I was right there. The fourth tank passes by. You turn to roadblock and ask, what are we going to do? The fifth tank passes by. It stops. The main gun turret rotates slowly. The tank fires and the cliff explodes around you. Roadblock yells, right now, we're not going to do a whole lot because I just got shot. Lady J and roadblock dive behind an outcropping of rock. You and barbecue follow it. You open fire on the Cobra tanks, but it's no good. You're not only outnumbered, outgunned, and outclassed. You're out of time. A Cobra missile screams through the air. Aimed directly at your position. GI Joe mission over, but not accomplished. The end. Guys, you never jump from the cliffs. <laughs> we have been over this before. <laughs> this is your father's blue laser. I looted it from his corpse as he lay dying in a cliff rubble in South Dakota. Thank you, Gray Code. That's the missing piece of the uh, thing here. So let's go back and maybe we'll jump them from the ravine, we'll say. What the heck? We got some time. It has not been an hour, Psycho Andy. How dare you, sir? <laughs> Roadblock and Lady J slide over the edge of the road and down the ravine. You and Barbecue dive after them, skidding to a stop alongside Roadblock. Keep down, cautions Lady J. We don't have much cover here. If they look over the edge, they'll spot us. Everyone squirms a little flatter against the ground. In the pit of your stomach, you can feel the vibration of the approaching armor. Roadblock lifts his head. Those are heavy-duty hiss tanks rolling by. It'll be hard to outshoot them, but I'd, it'd be sure nice to have some wheels... And I heard your tummy rumbling earlier. Then I'll make you some meals. Yeah, there you go. We may have to trick them, Lady J says. I'm going to get closer. When the last vehicle comes into view, you'll hear me raising a fuss. That's the signal for you three to come up top and do something appropriate. Did so he say raising a fuss? Down. Does it really say raising a fuss? In... Raising a fuss. <sighs> raising a fuss. But don't do anything no, inappropriate, Chan. No, no, no. I'm just thinking about all my military training and how... Uh... Uh, raising a fuss was uh, a just a, a time-honored tactic. Well, here's the deal. Barbecue's tactic. with you. Uh, well, at least she's got all the details worked out, Barbecue says. Hold on. Hold on. That's Barbecue. Uh, 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 I can't do a boss. <laughs> uh, Pock the Cod and Scotland Yard. There you go. That's the... Uh, well, at least she's got the details worked out. Uh, that was all right. That's probably <laughs> one of my better ones, to be quite I did not hate that. Did yeah, not, hate not, that. The, not the worst job I've ever done. Okay. <laughs> Lady J slips off the left and disappears into the rough terrain. Half a dozen tanks roll by. There's a minute of quiet. Then another tank roars up. Get ready, you whisper. This could be it. Roadblock checks his equipment, patting his armored vest to be sure everything is in its place. You take a deep breath. Barbecue flashes you the thumbs up sign. Okay, good. I was worried he was going to turn out to be a white supremacist in the absolute worst time possible. <laughs> oh, boy. White Suddenly, power. <laughs> just before we go, I need you to know this. <laughs> 
Barbecue. No, it's inappropriate. <laughs> I know you're from Boston, but geez. Sorry, Psycho Andy. It's just, it's, you know. Suddenly, Most liberal state in the nation. There it is. There it is. Suddenly a sharp voice barks out. You know what would be a more liberal state, Psycho Andy? D.C., District of Columbia, if we gave him statehood, <laughs> probably would go blue quite often. I, Suddenly, I think it sharp... would just be split. Mm, true. <laughs> Suddenly a sharp voice barks out. Cobra driver, pull this vehicle over to the side. This is an authorized safety inspection. That's She's a master of disguise. I like it. That's our cue, says Roadblock. Let's do it. Turn to page 82. Do they uh, call themselves Cobra drivers? Cobra drivers. Yeah, that's your official term. You had a Viper or a Televiper or a Crimson Guard or, or an Eel or a driver. And like, is that their internal name? Yes. You drive, you're a driver. That makes sense. There's no snake no, no, that drives. But are you a Cobra driver? In yeah, China, they driver. don't call Chinese food Chinese food. They call it food. If oh, you're a Cobra and a Cobra officer comes up to you, Andy, what? There is the his tank driver action figure that came with the his tank. His tank Thank driver, you. yes. Still Cobra driver. driver, no. Still driver. Mm. You know, all all his tank drivers are Cobra drivers, but not all his, Cobra drivers are his tank drivers. Is this it's a very classic? Yeah, that's just Cobra Venn diagram. Right okay. Cobra Venn diagram. Not all bikers are Hell's Angels, but all Hell's Angels are bikers. See, that's how it. That's how you do it. That's how you know. <laughs> I learned it's, that in like second grade. Jerry, back me up here. You got to unmute yourself first, though. Well, we lost Jerry. He did not unmute himself. <laughs> there he is. Well, all drivers have different differential. You have a his driver. You have a sting driver. You have a hydro viper driver. Thank you. you. Every driver, every driver has its own vehicle. Yeah. So you got a the, driver you got the, is a driver. The stun. You've got wild weasel, the great raptor, a rattler. Exactly. Pilot. I mean, you got all the classics here. Anyway. You, Roadblock, and Barbecue charge up the ravine. Lady J has stopped a Cobra personnel carrier with four troopers in it. She's got her boot propped up on the front tire and one hand on her hip. The other hand is pointing to the driver's face. You're in a lot of trouble, she barks. Let's see some identification. The driver can't believe this is happening. Well, quite correctly so. And that's all the diversion the rest of you need. Coming up from behind, you jump the troopers on the left. Barbecue and Roadblock take the ones on the right. You toss them out onto the road. Before they can recover, Roadblock jumps into the driver's seat. You and Lady J and Barbecue are right behind him. You glance over your shoulder at the APs as the APC peels out. The four Cobra troopers are sitting in the dust. I don't think they even know what hit them, you tell Roadblock. That's not surprising, says Lady J. When you jump the last vehicle in a column, you usually get away clean and neat. That's military precision. That is training. I like that. I like that. Psycho Andy has a link to Cobra Driver uh, in the chat right now. I do not have a moment. We will check that out in a moment. Uh, that's just that's just what we did, said Barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> and now we got some wheels so we can check out this Cobra business in style. I'm feeling more confident about my barbecue now. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Roadblock finds the uh, adjusting lever and tilts his seat back a notch or two. He's already like leaning back. He is a he is a player. He's a pimp. I love this man. Then he adjusts his review mirrors. That's better. He announces proudly. This Cobra coach is no T-bird, but I think it will do all right. He reaches under his vest, pulls out a tape and slips it into his portable player. A driving rhythm fills the APC. Um, a so driving I'll rhythm? Driving rhythm. So this Cobra it's coach probably is probably the no Beach Boys. Oh, the 
You think Roadblock's cranking the Beach good, Boys? Good, 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 good vibrations. I'm thinking of good vibrations. Man. She's giving me excitement. I was thinking, like, fight the power, but, you know, maybe that's just... By the Beach Boys? By the fight Beach Boys, the power boys, by the Beach Boys? Fight no. the power. That's how it goes, right? This that's is why true. people don't ask Ray to sing on these shows. Mm. It's one of many reasons. Channing, frankly. help me out here. I have I don't even know how to comment on the song, but are we just gonna are we just gonna skip over the part that Cobra thought that they were doing safety inspections? Yeah, Lady J dressed in full uh, Joe gear, near as I can yeah. tell, stopped and steps in front of the final, just the fifth one, and pulls them over, saying it's a mandatory safety inspection, and they were just like, okay, yeah, if you're a master of disguise, you can do that, Channing Sherman. Brian, wrap back me up. I mean, even Cobra doesn't want to mess with OSHA rules. Thank you. Thank you. You got to keep a tight ship when you run. I remember that uh, facility uh, uh, in the Pyramid of Darkness miniseries when Snake Eyes and uh, Shipwreck. No, Snake Eyes. What is it? Snake Eyes and Shipwreck. Is that right? They break into the Cobra. And I just remember that's the cleanest building I've ever seen in my entire life. You know, the, the Cobra cleaners, I assume that's what they're called the clean vipers, they are really doing a great job or did Cobra make all its money on Roombas? Did Cobra invent the Roomba, thus making that base very, very spick and span? Absolutely, Cobra, the Roomba. The Roomba. They called it the Roomba Viper. It's just Viper. That's the only gag I've got. Like, <laughs> just going with it. Uh, I did. Uh, yeah, I, I did look at that uh, uh, Cobra, oh, Cobra driver. driver. Uh, uh, card that uh, Andy sent, and that's the Cobra Infantry Trooper, codename Cobra Driver. Okay. So, wow, mm. Chan. I think you owe William Snow an apology. Uh, you know what? He's he's a traitor to America, so uh, he gets nothing from me. Wow, he takes the hardline stance on WikiLeaks. That's the kind of hard hitting <laughs> stuff you get in knowing is half the DC Statehood <laughs> podcast. We have opinions. <laughs> what are you doing, you ask? Are you crazy? Every cobra within 100 miles will hear that. You turn to barbecue. He's tapping his foot and watching the sights. He's seen this all before. Spider, my friend, Roadblock says to you, when you've been on as many missions as I have, you learn to eat when you can, sleep when you can, and listen to the tunes anytime you can hear them over the artillery. I tell you this, so don't be uh, Hillary. That's right. Hillary Clinton has made an appearance here in the Knowing is Half the DC Statehood podcast. Why not? You shake your head in disbelief. It's going to be a lot of fun going into battle with this crew. You keep watching on the surrounding hills as Roadblock fine tunes the stereo. Suddenly, you hear a piercing whistle above your head. Scree! Blam! Yep. Incoming rockets, shouts Lady J. Roadblock twists the wheel hard to the right. And just so y'all can see, scree! Blam. Scree blam. Yeah. That's three E's. Scree that's blam. that's some serious screeage. No, that's the real scree right there. Uh kablam! A second blast. Oh, we have a picture too. We got a picture. Here's our picture. It's a tank going through a tunnel with an explosion. Very exciting. All right. Yeah. A second blast rips the road in front of you. Roadblock cuts sharply to the left. Where are they coming from? Shouts Barbecue. Dirt and rocks shower around you. They're being launched from behind us, you answer. Boom! Another rocket hits just off the side. The blast nearly throws you out of your seat. We're being chased by Cobra tanks, yelled Lady J. 
They're doing more than just chasing us, Roadblock Answers. They're using us for target practice. And if we don't move fast, we'll be dead like a cactus. Dead. We'll be caught in the blast. Yes. Blast us. They're using us for target practice. Oh. If we don't move fast, we'll be caught in the blastus. Like a cactus. The road in front of you lifts up into the air as another round strikes home. And I do believe they're getting better, he shouts. So let's get moving or we'll be like Eddie Vedder. <laughs> you can barely hear him. There's so much noise. See, Eddie, Be Eddie Vedder in 1985 would have been a total unknown. That's why I'm, see, because nobody would remember you because you got blown up. It's a thinker. That one's a thinker. Because I had to think about it. Barbecue moves closer and screams. We're no match for their firepower. A few more tries and they'll have us zeroed in. You think fast. You can either stay on the road and outrun them or cut down the ravine to try to lose them. You've got to tell Roadblock which way to go. Do we tell Roadblock to outrun forward the column or do we tell him to lose them in the ravine? Who has an opinion on this? Are we going to go full anime driving and take this tank down the side of a ravine? Or do we think our tank is going to outrun these vehicles that have already caught up to us by going in a straight line? I'll tell you where my mind is, but who's got an opinion? Let's go down the ravine. Down the ravine, says Jerry. I see some... Jerry in a nodding. straight line, this I command. In a straight line, says Psycho Andy. We have some disagreement. Well, who raises their hand? Who wants to go down the ravine? Down the ravine. We have one, two, three, four... Five, six, seven, eight. Literally everyone but Psycho Andy wants to go down the ravine. Nobody respects bad Serpentor impressions. Here's the deal. I was into it. Roadblock, you shout. Cut down into the ravine. It's getting too hot up here. Roadblock swerves around the crater and says, that ravine can't be any worse than this road. Hang on. Um, or we'll be uh, shot with lightning like a toad in that X-Men movie that hasn't come out yet. <laughs> These are for me at this point. He launches the AFS APC over the edge. The tracks spit as you fly through the air. Oh no, here it comes. The APC slams into the ground. It skids hard to the right. Roadblock fights for control. A huge boulder ramps up under the right track. Lady J is almost thrown out of her seat. I don't think I can hold it together much longer. Uh, Roadblock shouts. So let's just listen to this songer. Not. Uh, just to the left of your seat is the emergency braking system switch. You could reach down and activate it. Maybe that would help. Or maybe you should just hang on and hope. So do you do something and hit the brake? Or do you just stay back and hope? Who, who's who got a lot of hope in their heart right now? And who wants to do something? Wait, there's an emergency brake? Yes, there's an emergency brake that only we can reach, apparently. Not the driver. No, no, no. Not the driver. The driver okay. refuses to grab it. Yeah. We got the emergency brake like in the back seat. It's yeah, but the, is a cobra trick. <laughs> <laughs> Cobras just have like decoy brakes on their machines. So we, we, we could hold on and let roadblock handle it, or we can pull the brake ourselves and try to help. What do we think? Pull the brake. Pull the brake. Okay, if you want to pull the brake, raise your hand right now. One, two, three, four. Five. Wow. Okay. A lot of I people not trusting the black man here. I yeah, don't yeah, feel yeah. good wow. about that. I'm not. I don't like, know. I don't. I don't know. Let him drive. Let the man drive. You let go of the roll bar, reach down, and hit the brake switch. Screech! Both tracks lock up, causing the back end of the APC to fly around. There's nothing anyone can do now. You tumble down the hill, flipping end over end over dot dot dot, 
end. Not the end, just end. Mm-hmm. So let's go back and, uh, as Chan said, let's trust Roadblock to take this home. That's what happened when you don't trust the brothers. Man. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You grip the roll bar. You're not going to let go no matter how rough it gets. As the APC plows down the ravine, Roadblock does his best to keep it upright. A little to your right, says Roadblock. Roadblock ignores his helpful advice. <laughs> a shower of sparks shoot up into the air. That was really funny. As the APC's right side scrapes along the large rock. Watch it on the left, Lady J shouts. I don't think he's listening, you say to Lady J. I guess he's got his hand full, she answers. Roadblock is staring straight ahead. He's, he's in the zone right now. This man is concentrating. Roadblock is staring straight ahead, twisting the wheel like a wild man. After a few more seconds, the ground flattens out and the APC finally coasts to a stop at the edge of a river. Except for a few rocks sliding down the ravine, everything is quiet. The four of you pause and listen carefully. There's not a sound. You've lost them. Suddenly, a quiet voice from behind says, Coming down a hill like that, you people are a dangerous bunch. You whirl around. What did that come from? It's 34. You, Barbecue, and Lady J, dive out of the Jeep, hit the ground. Roll behind a boulder and jump to your feet. Your machine pistols are cocked. Machine yep. pistols. Roadblock hops off the back of the APC and calls out in an irritated voice. Don't fool with me now. I've had a trying day. So name yourself or my gun will have it say. <laughs> a voice not too far away says, keep your voices down and don't shoot. We're coming out into the open. The figures rise up from the ground and walk slowly towards you. It's Duke and Rock and Roll, Lady J whispers. Oh, shouldn't have shouted that. Where did you guys come from, you ask? I'll explain everything, says Duke as he reaches you. But first, we've got to get away from that rattle trap truck. From that rattle trap truck. It draws too much attention. Turn to page seven. Choice page. Duke leads you along the river to a secluded inlet. Hidden from view, you crouch around in a circle. After that big explosion, we got separated from the rest of the team, Duke says. We ended up by this river. This waterway is a busy place. Cobra's using it to move a lot of heavy equipment. Barges and high-speed patrol boats pass by every 15 minutes. Rock and roll points upstream and adds, we're hidden on a point of land where the barges come in close to shore. We overheard the Cobra workers complaining about the 24-hour work details and how they couldn't wait for Dragon Fire to be finished so they could get some R&R. We finally hit the plot almost an hour into this story. Dragonfire must be what we're after, says Duke. Boy, he's good. We know it's somewhere downstream. If we're going to stop it, that's where we'll go. Roadblock stands up and shakes his legs to straighten out the kinks. He looks at the slimy riverbank. Ray and Davies says, is always fucking up these missions. <laughs> I hope you weren't planning <laughs> to walk there. <laughs> I'm, I'm just looking at all the old people here. The, soon they're like, Mm, yes, that was yeah. a reference. Yeah, I understood no. that reference. Yep, there it goes. <laughs> I hope you weren't Absolutely. planning to walk there. I would be faster and more pleasant to sneak into one of those barges and capture a patrol boat. What do you say, Spider? Duke is the acting first sergeant and in command, but he wants to know he's willing to listen to suggestions. So do you want to sneak onto one of the big barges or try a patrol boat? What do we want to sneak onto to go downstream? Big old barge or a little old patrol boat? Who has an opinion? Barge. Barge says Jerry. Why do you think barge? Why not? We got nothing else to lose. We have well, we've lost about eight times so far in this book. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Every choice we make is wrong. So Guama, what but do you think? We, we continue on because I think you we should go with the, wait, what? 
Say that again, Guava. Oh, okay. I don't know. Um, I think we should go with the little boat because it'd be easier. There's less people, and I don't know. It'd be easier. Okay, be easier to the patrol boat, Justin. I concur. Okay, well, anybody who wants to take the patrol boat, go ahead and raise your hand right now. Patrol boat. One, two, three, four, five, six. Well, that means that that's where we're going. Well, crap. Okay. <laughs> I, I feel like if you're trying to hide, a barge is going to be a little easier than a patrol boat. But uh, what do I know? For the record, if we went on the barge, we get a the end page and we get a picture of us floating in the water with a knife. So that doesn't seem very good. Floating in the water with a knife? Um, the barge... Uh, a cobra diver attacks you because he saw you get on the barge Ooh. and he, oh, there's an eel pulling you under with the knife. It's too dark to see on this picture, but yes, Wait. you actually get pulled underwater and drowned and murdered trying it's to get so, onto the barge. Wow. So there's two separate things. There's a cobra diver and a cobra eel. Yeah. Cobra. This says cobra diver, which is an eel. Yeah. They call him cobra diver. You've been down this road and you know well, let's do the patrol boat. We actually got the right call this time. I'd like to say good job. <laughs> I know how to get us on a patrol boat. You say Duke nod. So go along with your idea. You lead the team back to the Cobra APC. First, we need somebody who could put on a good act. You roadblock. I want you to lie down with your legs sticking out from under the APC and groan. Roadblock's brow wrinkles, but there's a gleam in his eye. Turning to Duke Barbecue and Rock and Roll, you say your position is over there in the water. Stay low behind the rocks. Lady J and I are going to come up on the bank. When the next patrol boat comes by, it'll dock so Cobra can check out the APC. They'll see Roadblock and think he's a wounded Cobra. Why? I don't know. When they come ashore, they'll be right in the middle of our trap. Roadblock shakes his head and says, you've got me lying in the dirt with these two guys sitting over there in the water. Without a doubt, Spider, this isn't one of your better plans. But if it goes right, I'll say it was good and be the better man. Trust me, you say. Go to page 64. We've got to be getting to the end here. I gotta believe gotta believe. Okay. Roadblock is under the truck. Duke barbecue and rock and roll are by the water's edge, and you and Lady J are up on the bank. Everything is ready. A few minutes later, a patrol boat goes down the river. All goes according to plan. The boat passes, circles around, and pulls up alongside the bank. One cobra stays at the wheel. Three others climb ashore. As soon as they're out in the open, you let loose around a fire while Duke and the others rush the boat and get rid of the cobras. In a few seconds, it's over. We have murdered people. Am I wrong? Yeah. We just murdered a bunch of people. Nah, this ain't your granddad's GI, or maybe it is your granddad's GI Joe, now that I think about it. <laughs> um, you've captured the patrol boat. With Duke at the helm, you pull out into the current and race down the river. You check out the craft. There are twin 50 caliber machine guns up front, rockets mounted on the sides, and a double rack of depth charges off the stern. Below deck are a pair of H&R diesels. Top speed is 32 knots. It's a nice little boat. You move to the cockpit and turn on the radar. The screen lights up. There's a lot of traffic about a mile downstream. You say it could be the base port. Mm. Wasn't the hydrofoil, so we're good. Yeah, I think we're good. Uh, that's probably where they've been taking all the dragon fire equipment, says Duke. If we take care of the base port, it's a good bet that Cobra will be out of business. He cuts the engine at the port and comes into view as the port comes into view. We'll cruise by once just to get the layout, Duke says. As Duke maneuvers closer, you all scan the port. There are six concrete docks tied alongside our 30 or 40 barges waiting to be unloaded. You borrow Lady J's binoculars and get a closer look at the cargo. Everything is marked thermal control station. On shore is a large generating facility. Off to the side, you can see a fuel dump. Turning the patrol boat around, Duke says, that's our target, all right. Let's put them out of business. 
More pages. We got to be at the end. Duke pulls back on the throttle. The engines howl and you race in towards the docks. You see Cobra workers unloading crates marked Dragonfire in a different font than the rest of the book. I'll show this right here. Dragon. Dragonfire. You see that on the left side? Different font, everybody. You know oh, it's real. Yeah, small caps. Love that yeah. shit. Some of the barges are being guarded by armed Cobra troopers. It all looks very secret and very sinister. They can't be up to any good, you say. I'm the guards and remembering the blast you saw. Yeah, growls rock and roll. I don't know what dragon fire is, but we better get rid of it. Right, says Duke. He cuts around the barges, roadblock and rock and roll open up with their 50s. They splinter the wooden packing crates and everything inside of them. Rat-a-tat-a-tat, all caps. <laughs> Wheeling around, Duke heads towards the fuel dump. He closes in at full speed, then at the last second pulls in reverse. The twin props churn in the water. He cuts the wheel hard to the right as the boat spins around. You pop off four depth charges and pull out just as they blow. For you, Cobra! Ro roars roadblock of all people. Get very into it. And? Uh, yes, Justin, you got something? Oh, okay. No, wait, 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 no, 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 that was roadblock. Oh, okay. Yeah, roadblock for you, Cobra. Why? I don't know. Is there a backstory I don't know about? What? Operation no, the, the, where's the goddamn rhyme? Oh, for you, Cobra. I'm about to blow, bruh. With Who's bra? Blow, bruh. Blow you uh, up, brah. Mm, Thank mm. you. I forgot my own gimmick for two seconds there. My goodness. With flame, I was very excited for a reason you'll be about to find out. With flames shooting up in the air and the Cobra attack sirens wailing, you head for your last target, the thermal control station. Lady J gives you the target coordinates. You cruise along until you're well within range. The shore battery opens up. Blam, blam. You take a direct hit that shakes the boat, but Duke manages to hold the course. Finally, he raises his hands and yells, fire. You punch the button, and six missiles shriek to the target. The whole thermal control station trembles and shakes, then erupts in a massive geyser of steam. Bye-bye, Dragonfire, shouts Barbecue. <laughs> Duke swings the patrol boat out of the harbor. Behind you are the smoking remains of Cobra's Dragonfire. Ahead of you is the way home. Last page of the... Second to last page of the book with a picture. The end. Good ending. We did it, everybody. We beat Operation Dragonfire, sorta. Only Did we ever like figure out what lives what they had that could blow up an entire state? No, we did not. Do we even know what we blew up there? No, no, we Dragonfire. We blew up Dragonfire. Thank you. So they could have just built another one. Yeah, Channing, uh, explain this to Chan, please. Well, I can't explain it, but I did just think of something. So they blew up a geo thermal power plant maybe cobra was actually trying to create a clean energy source have all the more reason to destroy uh, them i like yeah. the green energy source yeah yeah i think that's the right way to go right there i mean i think cobra would be the group that creates clean energy first and then you know we have to destroy them uh this makes sense in 1985 yeah this tracks gi joe um, works for big oil i think we all agree on that now, I will say, um, okay, but the last page, page 90, the, the end page, which, you know, we know these shoes are on adventure books. The last page is the canon ending, correct? But this one has Cobra Commander winning and G.I. Joe losing. So that's not the canon ending unless wow. it is, in fact, to set up Operation Dragonfire in 1991. Deep, deep cut. 
But here's the deal. I'd like to say this is, I think this is the first time we've done one of these books and actually gotten to the canon ending. How about that? <laughs> I think we usually get somewhere else and then we just give up. <laughs> so yeah, that sounds like us. Operation Dragonfire. Andy, what have you got to put a cap on this? Wait, were there cannons in that ending? Uh, many. They blew up the, we used our two 50 millimeter cannons. Okay. Milliliter. 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 Cool. Mil- yeah. yeah, milliliter, milliliter cannons. cannons. Perfect. Mm-hmm. And we, we blew up, we blew up this entire power plant using two guns which seems unlikely now that i put it into thought the cannon ending though so we used cannons yes no it is the cannon right. ending Good. we shot a cannon uh jerry yeah. what you got no there was a camera there and, well, and as long as cobra wins it's all good that's true you know one thing i found out hasbro owns gi joe and cobra so who's really fighting here that's right oh, wow, i just man. blew your mind thank Whoa. you their job is to make sure the fighting continues not to help anyone win <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. DC statehood forever. <laughs> <laughs> and that's our show, everybody. Thank you so much to all nine of you, nine brave patrons who have come on and joined the show. I know. And stayed with us through the entire show as well. My goodness gracious. Here's me surprised. I, I assumed after I was on like page four in a row that three of you would have just left, but we're here. We thank anybody who got to this point in the show. Does anybody have any final comments about Operation Dragonfire before we shut this thing down? Literally, there was, no there oh, okay. was a Cobra driver figure, a Cobra diver figure. There is not, however, a Cobra worker figure. Okay. <laughs> so that's that's important to know right there. Guama, what you got for me? I just wanted to say thank you guys and park the car in Boston so we can get some coffee up in Brooklyn. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Finally, a real Boston accent up in here, Andy. <laughs> I know we have more theater majors in these things. Um, you know, we we our Patreon is open to all theater majors and people who <laughs> graduated with whatever degree they wanted to or no degree at all. Quite honestly, I'm at a point I do not care. And Guama, an English major. See, Chen, not even a theater major. <laughs> Uh, and with nine companions, Guam also points out we are basically the fellowship of the ring. We're the fellowship of the knowing is half the podcast. Yeah, this is the super extended version. We're, we're going to go all the way Ridiculous so Chan can throw extended. me into Mount Doom. That is where we're <laughs> headed. It's inevitable like Thanos. That's just where we are. Um, and Channing says you have my machine pistol. Thank you, Channing Sherman. <laughs> um, that is our show. Operation Dragonfire by William Snow. Book two. Now, we already did book three, which is Operation Terror Trap. I don't remember which one is book four, but the next one we do of these will be book four of the Find Your Fate series. Um, I truly have no memory. I will figure it out and take pictures and put them online. But otherwise, everyone, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Just for the sake of argument, does anybody have anything they want to plug from our Patreon gallery before we go on here? Delvin, do you do a show? You can hear me now. Yes, I do do a show. Funny you should mention that. I oh, do a wow. show. <laughs> I do a show called The Devil Cock Experience. Everybody check, check it, it out. out. Yeah. yeah. I think it's pretty cool. You know, I've had people on like Ray. Robert Clark Chan needs to come on. I do need to do that. He definitely needs to come on. Yeah. Oh, geez. I don't think we need Robert Clark Chan and you in a room together talking about uh, <laughs> you? show business for an hour. That's going to go poorly for me and no one else. <laughs> <laughs> I, I heard the Brent Pope episode. I already know what I'm in for. <laughs> that is also very true. 
but definitely check out the devil cocktail spirits it's a great podcast there you go and psycho andy you're still doing a show right uh not currently but i did used to do a show called atomic monsoon and oh. race to canis and robert clark chan and gina ippolito were all guests at different points in time wow that's like three different times to listen uh-huh, uh-huh. there that's were a hundred episodes of that show so there's a really, hundred times to listen i really thought you traded that show in and just started up a new one right away isn't that how the podcasting works that tarzan theory so that was how that worked and then i got laid off from the job that was hosting the podcast so oh no hard feelings, it was that financial, economic it. stuff, but, you know, uh, yeah. Otherwise, you can find me and my insanity at psychoandy.com. I love it. Hey, Red Circle hosts for free. I'll just put it out there. That's what I use for Knowing Us Half the Podcast. <laughs> so I would just say they also can put ads on the show for you. Knowing Us Half the Podcast ads that you hear, that is Red Circle telling 1-800-Flowers. Yes, we would we have one hundred flowers commercials on the show. We have one uh, hundred flowers is our number one advertiser, and I've never heard one of their commercials, but assuredly someone has. <laughs> wow, I hear, I hear a lot of Amazon. One eight hundred flowers. One hundred yeah. flowers. So if you guys want to use one eight hundred flowers, special code. No, we don't have a code. We're just they just advertise on us. That's fine. <laughs> I'll know right, we hit the big time when we get edible arrangements ads. That's. That's what I'm hoping for. Or we just get a company that sells edibles. Like that's how you know you've really made the the under the table money. (laughs) I'm telling you, you know, get the last known podcast weed growing. There we go. We're going to start a commune, a marijuana commune slash podcast festival. Knowing is half the podcast. Oh, make it happen. It's right there. It was right there in front of us the Mm. whole time. I like Mm. it. Anyway, uh, uh, Robert Clark Chan, do you have anything you want to plug before you get out of here today? Yeah. Don't you do another show about wrestling or something? I'm sure I do. AE Double Back, it's a show. We you are the absolute it. worst. You don't, you don't plug your other shows. You give us a one-star review. <laughs> God bless I'm ashamed America. of it all. God bless Robert All Clark of Chan. it. Uh, well, I have another show. It's called My Three Dads, and Robert Clark Chan is on it. Not that he'd ever tell you. you never heard of it. Uh, me and Marshall Giffords and uh, uh, Robert Clark Chan. Check that out. It's My Three Dads pod on Twitter, and uh, it's My Three Dads everywhere that you podcast. It's a show where we watch cartoons aimed at younger children, and we talk about parenting, and it's very uh, low-key. It's very, very uh, rocking like that. We also have uh who would win show go check that out who would win show.com if you want to talk about superhero battles otherwise you can hear the stuff for this show you can go to facebook.com slash knowing it's half the podcast you can now hear the podcast episodes on the facebook page itself how about that embedded posts did not know that that's a new thing facebook is doing and i thank them for it we can also check out patreon.com slash knowing is half the podcast. And you can go for a few dollars a month, be on the next one of these episodes, suggest things to us, shout things inanely in the void, uh, message me and uh, tell me how good looking I am. You can do all these things and more if you join no, the Patreon knowing is half the podcast. Uh, otherwise, on Twitter, you can find the show at G.I. Joe podcast where individually I am at Almighty Ray at 999 RPMs. I'm at Gina Ippy. Thank oh, you. Gina, it's like she's here. <laughs> I feel like somebody had to say it. <laughs> and that has been Operation Dragonfire by William Snow. Find your fate, G.I. Joe book number two. Until next time we meet, good night.
it's Brent Pope, the host of Breakfast with Brent Pope. You've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like, give it up, Jimmy. You got to sink this putt to win. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world and we do it all over breakfast. Or should I say breakfast? Every week on Breakfast, you get inside Hollywood info and tips, great breakfast wrecks and booty debates. Most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in. It's breakfast time. Listen at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.